So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. What's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you're having an amazing day. And I want to thank again all of you who continue to support this podcast. We would not be doing what we are doing if it weren't for you. That's the honest truth. Uh, There are lots of ways that we could reach people with our audience. And we do that through Instagram. We do that through our emails, uh, the book. But the podcast is kind of a, I don't know, passion project, I guess. And uh, we don't advertise this. We don't put any money into it. Uh, Not because we don't see the value, but because we really, uh, to put money into it means this thing has to make money, which would mean sponsors or those kinds of things. And we just haven't chosen to go down that avenue yet. We might someday. uh, But for now, this is kind of where we're at. And all this to say, guys, is we couldn't do what we do without you and without your support. So, uh, So thank you. And if you want to uh, support us, help us out, uh, we don't need money. We're not looking for that with the podcast here, like I said. But you could share this with somebody that you think might benefit from it, someone that you think would be interested in this kind of content. That would mean the world to us. Uh, now, today we're talking about the reason that you keep returning to your past. And this is a really interesting one. I, I think in the recovery space, we often find ourselves at a little bit of a crossroads with this conversation. And that is because there's actually so many different strands of recovery philosophy. Some people would say that the the key to recovery is going through your story, your origin story, um, you know, having a timeline of your sexual development, identifying points of trauma, elements where uh, you know, there were maybe bad uh, experiences that caused you to have poor beliefs about yourself, unprocessed emotion, uh, like I said, unresolved trauma, things that are in the past that have ultimately gone unaddressed, uh, at least certainly um, not fully addressed. And as a result, they have stunted your development. They have hindered you from maturing. And so you are left with these kinds of uh, insecurities and immaturities as an adult. You have a different strain that is more about um, that is more about the person you're becoming, the belief systems. They kind of say, "Don't look at your past. There's nothing there for you. Instead, concentrate on the person you are and look ahead to the future and decide the person you want to become and actively take steps towards that." And you know, I think both angles have their merit, and I don't. I don't think I could really say that one is more important than the other. Uh, But what I can say for sure is that if you are able to find an approach that marries both, you probably have your greatest chance for success. Because like most things, it would be a huge mistake to swing all the way in either direction. You know, to think that it's all about trauma, it's all about looking at your past, and if you just address those things, you're healed. I think there's a little bit more to that. But similarly, we don't want to neglect our past. We don't want to neglect that there might be things that have led to this 
point in our lives where we find ourselves with addictive behavior, compulsions, or other areas of our life that we are not able to manage in a healthy capacity. And so um, this this particular concept, you know, is is really important. And I, I heard a quote at uh, the mastermind retreat that I was at recently that has really stuck with me. And it's given me some insight, I think, into the times of my life where I've really felt stunted, uh, where I have felt unmotivated, uh, which has been even recently for me. Um, it, it gave me some insight just into those areas of my life. And I wanted to share those with you because I think, I think you'll see some value in this and I think you'll, you'll kind of understand what I mean. One, one more thing I'll just say real quick is when we teach our clients to go through the past, we have a rule. And the rule is that we only look at our past long enough to learn. I do believe there's a reason that that we are designed even physically to walk forward. Walking backwards is is not our natural, it's it's not our natural movement. There's there's something about that feels funny, right? Uh, if you drive a car, you, you you drive cars forward. Reversing is something you have to do from time to time, but a majority of the time that you spend in a car is moving forward. And I, I believe it is human nature to move forward. And again, all that is not to say that we don't look at our past. But what I believe is is the most important is that we look at our past with the intent to learn. The, the danger with exploring trauma and revisiting parts of your past is that you get stuck there and you never come back to the present, let alone looking ahead to the future. And so that's what I wanted to talk about today because the reason that you might be stuck and that you cannot get over your past is possibly because you do not have a vision for the future. What do I mean by that? Let me explain. Uh, the quote, the quote that has been just reverberating in my head is that a man without a vision for the future will always return to his past. That is something that, that was said to me at the, uh, at the retreat, uh, not to me directly, but it was something that was said by one of the, the coaches or one of the speakers rather. And I, I could not help but, but just be a little bit gobsmacked by that. I, I found it quite interesting and I, I guess it, it made me realize that that is actually our human nature as a default. We look to our past. We feel remorseful about our decisions, regretful. We wonder what could have been if. Uh, and maybe we, we think that, you know, I, I don't know. I used to have these thoughts like how much further would I be ahead in life if I wasn't addicted to pornography or if I wasn't struggling with this insecurity or if I made better decisions, you know, uh, being in business now. And, you know, I'm running with some people that are five, 10 years younger than me and are ahead of me. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, well, where could I have been if I would have started when these guys started? You know, it's just, it, we go to these places and yet our mandate, your mandate as a man of God, as, as a person who is called to make a difference in this world, who is called to live a life of freedom, who is called to be somebody of value that not only possesses value but imparts it to the people around him, your mandate is to have a vision that compels you into the future. Now, I want to be really clear. I am not against looking into the past. I would argue that had I not looked into my past and healed from trauma and processed some of those wounds that were, I don't know, I guess kind of building up, there's a pretty good chance I would still struggle or that I would be clean, but I would have little to no joy in my life about it. So I'm incredibly grateful for the parts of my past that have been resolved. But 
the impetus has to be always with the intent to drive our future. We, we are future-bound people. That's how we operate. And so if you are finding yourself caught up in your past, maybe you're just finding yourself unmotivated. Maybe you're having a hard time um, letting go. You know, Maybe you're stuck in regret. You're stuck in remorse. You're stuck in self-pity over things of the past. It could be that you have not yet identified a vision that's actually compelling enough for you. One of the first things we have our clients do in stage one of deep clean is we have them uh, design a vision board. And it's not just a vision board of like, hey, what are some cool things that you want to see? What we're, what we're really talking about is like, what are some things that are going to change in your life when you quit porn? We're, we're casting a vision for what life looks like, not just as a mental imagination, not just as a verbal discussion, but as, as physical images Things, things that we can actually picture that make this thing palpable, right? That make it within reach. We, we want to have kind of uh, skin on the bones, so to speak. And that vision is meant to be the, the sort of anchor point or the, the guidepost that draws us ahead, that keeps us moving forward. So that even when we're looking back at our past and healing from the trauma, it is always with the intent to take bigger steps and stronger steps forward. And so for you, it, it might be that in this recovery journey, you got a little bit tired and, and those, those thoughts of doubt and hopelessness started to creep in and you start to think, you know what, maybe I'm just not cut out for this. Maybe it's not going to happen for me. Very possible. You know, it's possible for you that in this, in this life and in this journey that you, um, maybe, maybe you just have never been able to dream big. Maybe you have always dreamt small. Maybe you thought, I'm always going to struggle with this. And when you think about the future and you try to picture it, you cannot picture a life without pornography, without sexual addiction. Hey, I want to let you know there's, there's more for you. There's better for you. And the bigger and the better that you dream, the further you will go. It's interesting. One of the things I've learned is I, I was, I've always been one to set goals that are mostly realistic. And it's not to say I don't have more lofty visions, but to really commit to a lofty vision just scares the heck out of me. And one of the things I realized in the last probably six to eight months is that if, if I set a lofty vision that is impossible, like let's say my, my company growing 10 times over the next year, if, if I make that my goal and I go after it, and I don't measure my success by whether or not I achieve the goal, but rather by how wholeheartedly I pursue the goal, there's a pretty good chance that I may not grow 10x, but I'll probably go grow 5x. That's 50% of the goal. And you think, oh my gosh, you only accomplished 50% of the goal. What kind of low life are you? But if I set the goal for me to triple in business, triple or in one year, I would probably do it, right? Because that would be a realistic goal. And the, but the lofty vision would push me beyond what would be realistic. Sure, I wouldn't actually hit the lofty goal itself, but it would stretch me. And I think that's sometimes the, the thing that we lack. We, we try to be realistic with our visions. We try to be pragmatic and practical when in reality, what's actually going to move you forward the most is setting a vision that almost feels out of reach. Now, of course, you have to have smaller kind of micro goals, and that's a whole other conversation about goal setting. But if you're going to take this episode seriously and you're going to go set some goals, what I want you to do is I want you to set it loftily. I want you to have some high ambitions that would seem impossible, things that would that would make you say, the only way this happens is if God himself does a miracle. Set some lofty visions 
And that's going to not just pull you out of your past, it's going to propel you into your future. And what if the lofty goals you set for, let's say, a year from now, what if they took you two years? Would that really be so bad if you knew that you, you were going to get halfway there by the end of the year? But we have, to, we have to set vision because a man without a vision will always return to his past. It's human nature. So I want to just encourage you guys today, do not negate the power of vision. I'll leave you with one final scripture. You've probably heard it many, many times. It's Proverbs 29, 18, and it says, where there is no vision, some translations say revelation, the people perish, the people cast off restraint. And it's a good reminder for us that we grow weary, we grow tired, we become um, unmotivated, undisciplined, and, and more or less, we become a fragment of the people God made us to be when we lack vision. So go out there, create a vision. Don't stay stuck in your past. You have a glorious future. Take care, guys. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Thea again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.